Welcome back to the Matless episode of Super Megacast. This is episode 57. Um, now, I remember Comedy Central being channel 57 in the uh, channel guide. So I would always go to 57. And late at night, uh, they would play Girls Gone Wild. And if I was lucky, two Girls Gone Wild commercials would play back to back. So I had a little time, you know, just enough time to uh, stroke my little boy wiener because, uh, you know, one commercial is not enough. But other than that, I've been playing a few new games recently. I've been uh, playing. I, I got back into Bloodborne. Uh, I'm about to get back. Like, I've kind of gotten into The Witcher 3 again. I'm getting back into uh, Metal Gear Solid, Phantom Pain, and uh, just some other computer games and stuff. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about probably... Hold on one second. I, I there's, there's a new movie coming out that I'm really interested in. It's called... Oh, what's the name of it? Oh, The End is Near Between Us. It uh, stars, I think, uh, Kevin... Kevin James and Liam Neeson, and it's an action comedy, and it actually looks pretty good. Look it up right now into IMDb. It's actually probably one of the better movies coming out, I would say. There hasn't been enough in film lately to uh, kind of warrant uh, another action comedy like this, because we've already had Kingsman, but I think Kevin James and Liam Neeson will work together pretty well. But all that being said, we do have a special guest today joining us in the Matless episode. We have Matthew Watson coming in. Hey, welcome. Hey, uh, I was just talking about the new movie starring Kevin James and Liam Neeson. Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, So uh, what have you been up to lately? Oh, man, not much. Uh, When I got the invite to come on your podcast, I, like, immediately said yes. Because that's awesome. I love this podcast, and I could not be more excited to be here. So thanks for having me on. Matt took a trip to Cambodia for a week. Uh So you're here in place of him. Yeah. And thank you for that. Seriously. Anytime. Anytime uh, Matt goes out of town, you need me. I'm here. Yeah. So so thank you for uh, spending two minutes of that farce with the two of us. We're back, episode 57. It's a great episode, I'm sure. It'll be one of the classics. It'll be one of the classics. <laughs> if you put all of our podcasts on a bookshelf, this yeah. will be one of the ones that stands out. Exactly. It's got like a, a big, shiny cover instead of a regular, gross leather one. But when you started, you know, I pressed record on the outside computer, uh-huh. and I heard you just start going at it before I came in the room. So I said, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stand outside the room and see how long he can go on by himself. And then... I was gonna. I was gonna give. It. I was like, man, if he does it for ten minutes, I'll wait out here for ten minutes. But then, <laughs> wait, really? Yeah. Would you wait out there? I was for just 10 listening, minutes? like, ah, oh, he's doing good. He's doing real good by himself. <laughs> and then I, uh, I heard you say we have a guest. So I was like, you know what? That's probably gonna be my cue. So I took it. I took it. And I did it. I, I like that. I like <laughs> Thanks, that. Man. Thanks. Uh, recently, there was an eclipse. Um, it was. We only got to experience the lame version of the eclipse because you and I didn't travel, and unfortunately for us to see a full. Uh, solar eclipse again in the united states we're gonna have to wait till 2024 and yeah. actually travel because it's on a different path yep but i thought well, it was no, pretty no, no. cool i, I, I thought it was pretty cool we might be able to see it from la oh mm, i looked at the path trajectory it didn't look like it's even gonna hit the west coast oh really it's passing through the united states but like the eastern half it looks like to starts me. in mexico yeah oh okay yeah but uh yeah yesterday was the uh the Great American Eclipse. I think that's what people are calling it. You used a plate so we could see the eclipse. I did. I took a little paper plate, poked a hole in it, hold it up to the sun, and you, you could see the eclipse like the shit. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Go on. Sorry. Sorry, I choked on my ambitions. Um, you could see the uh, the shadow of, of the moon crossing over the sun coming through. And it was like a little, a little croissant. The people, like... Whenever that happens, like you see it happen in movies and stuff, and whatever happens in movies, it's it's kind of like, oh, Megatron will arise during the next solar eclipse because this like, it's always this world ending shit, I guess. Yeah, I when know. a solar eclipse or like when the planets quote unquote align, which will never happen, I I think. No planets align. It's just if no, they, but like not all that, the planets in the solar system. I'm sure there's at least one point in history where that happens. But believing that that somehow affects your life is, I think, BS. People but like, believe like Mer- Mercury's in retrograde. That, uh, that's why I, I uh, my my taxes are are late. 
But in the olden days, what 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 you brought this up, um, so I'm gonna steal it. Uh, just in the old days, did they think it was like world ending? I'm sure. Well, I'm sure they did. Like, or do they think something like strange was going on, or do you think it was just like, oh, it's night already? I, I'm. We must have slept in late. No, because it because it gets dark so quick. I think that what I can imagine if I was back in like Neanderthal times, and I'm just you know I'm I'm minding my own business, picking some berries, you know. Maybe hunting, gathering. So you'd be just a gatherer. Probably. Oh, okay. I, I don't see myself as a hunter. I'd probably be like the one guy in the village that stays back and picks berries with all the women and they all make fun of me. I'd be the guy that, you know, I, I'm in charge of making fire to cook the meat. <laughs> but but you're I, really bad at but it. But I can never get it right. <laughs> so I end up like burning down someone's hut or <laughs> burning someone's wife alive accidentally. Oh, man. Uh, but like, imagine how terrifying. Before, before science... Before science existed. <laughs> Before science existed. Before science was like a thing people knew about. Before like, science as a subject and a method right. was in existence. Before we had explanations for why things happened. Imagine being out in a field, caveman days, and all of a sudden the sun just like goes dark and the sky goes dark. You'd probably think it's the end of the world. And you look up and you see just like where the sun used to be, a thin ring of light. And then and you'd be blinded. Yeah, all those people, like, I wonder how many people back then were just blinded by a solar eclipse probably quite a few wait cause... when's the next lunar eclipse i don't know i have seen a lunar eclipse though i woke up in the middle of the night once and i watched it It was cool it's just wait. a little dot going across the moon so what happens during a lunar eclipse anything big okay a solar eclipse is when the moon goes well in... i get the difference between the two but is it does does that mean that during nighttime it becomes daytime for a little bit that's exactly what it means does it no. What? A lunar eclipse is when the shadow of the Earth crosses over the moon. Well, that's boring. So you can see a big circle go over the moon. I was hoping it would be the sun. It was like an... Wait, that wouldn't make any sense. How it's not like they sense? change difference. Yeah. I was like, wait, they, it doesn't change distance. You know, in a lunar eclipse, that's when the uh, that's when it becomes daytime during the but night. But that would be right? cool. That would be That really would be cool. fucking awesome. Just turns... It would be like that episode of Malcolm in the Middle where they light the fire... Well, like the fireworks <laughs> oh, yeah. go off in the desert... That was a really cool shot. Uh, they detonate that like massive firework, and they just made nighttime to daytime, and then back to nighttime. Yeah, that that was that must have been hard to film, but look looks really good. It's so funny how even in today, when you know something like a eclipse is such a easily explained. <laughs> Put your hat on, right? <laughs> um, when, like, I'll just. I'm sorry. I just. I change my hat to make it look really stupid, so he'll look over at me and break. Yeah, so. like I look over and you're wearing your hat all and the I'm way just, sideways. And I'm and staring like, at you with a blank face. Like it, it's such an easily explainable phenomenon. It's just like the moon rotates around the Earth, and sometimes it'll cross in front of the sun. But I like how even today there's still people out there that are like, oh, "It's a signifier of the end time." <laughs> or I saw one person saying that the eclipse was a uh, God's punishment for the eight years of Barack Obama, um, which I truly believe that that's what it yeah. was. Uh, and I love how people still try to say that this is like a sign of the apocalypse. Like, no, this happens all the time. You know, when God, when he was looking down as uh, Obama was making that drone strike call, God went, you know what? This is too much. Fine. Here's here's a solar eclipse. This will teach you a lesson. In five years, here's yep. a solar eclipse. But enough of that. <laughs> um, the thing is with like, everyone's like, you can't look at the sun during an eclipse. You'll go blind. It's like you just can't look at the sun in general. It's not, <laughs> it's not special during an eclipse. You just if you look at the sun, it's gonna damage your eyes. Have you ever just tried to just stare at the sun? When I was younger, I, I did that too. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna look at it, and, and I just tried my best. And if you stare at it long enough, it, it becomes easier, and you can start to see like blotches on the sun, or maybe that's just my my retinas being burned. But probably your retinas being burned. probably my retinas being burned. <laughs> but I uh, I read this story about this woman who. Uh, she back in like the eighties there was an eclipse, and she was like, "Um, it's safe to look at it through X-ray film." So she got some X-ray film and she held it up and looked at it. And she's like, "Wow, it looks cool." And she looked at it, and then like thirty years later, she just developed like a brown spot in her vision. And she went to a doctor, and the doctor was like, "Did you ever look at an eclipse?" And she was like, "Yeah, through an X-ray film." And he was like, "Well, it burned your eyes, and it took thirty years for the damage to show." And she's like, "Well, fuck." So guys, if there's ever an eclipse, do not look at it through x-ray film. In fact, just don't look at the sun at all unless you have those special glasses. Well, you know what? I don't want to dictate anyone's life choices. If you want to look at the sun, be my guest. Go look at the sun. In fact, Ryan and I officially endorse looking at the sun. So 
I say, uh, pause this podcast, go outside, open your eyes real wide, look up and, and take a gander at what is the, the, the magnificent ball of fire in the sky. I mean, it just goes to prove that like, if you can't maintain direct eye contact with the sun for like over five minutes and you're, then you're a pussy. You are a pussy. You're you're just a big pussy. I can do that. Ryan can do that. Most people I know can do that. My whole family can fucking do that. We do it every Christmas. We go outside and stare at the sun. It's a Christmas tradition. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this mic. It's like, like slowly over time it starts going down. Then it'll be like there. I'm like, fuck. Then I move back up. And then it slowly starts drooping down. Yeah, it looks fine. Yeah, it looks fine right now. Doesn't look like it's moving at all. It's, it's slowly moving, I think. Now, I can't tell. Maybe my mind's playing tricks on me. What's up, guys? Today we're doing the staring at the sun for 30 minutes challenge. I wonder how long it would take, like, just staring at the sun to actually go blind. Like, do you think if I wanted to, by the end of today, I could be fully blind for the rest of my life just by staring at the sun? If I went outside right now and just... Not fully blind, (sighs) but your vision would fuck up. Yeah, well, it would would be very fucked up. Well, like what I read about was apparently you can damage your eyes and then it can only really come out like decades later with stress and aging. Really? Yeah. So that's why it's it's scary because I'm like, oh, well, I look at the sun or I I see something bright and it it hurts my eyes a little, but I'll be fine. And it's like, oh, wait, what if 20 years from now, all of a sudden I just start losing my vision? And it's like, oh, it's because you damaged your eyes 20 years ago and uh, now it's coming out with age. You know what's great in a movie theater? What? When it, it like cuts to black and then the next scene is in bright fucking daytime. Or... Yeah, but it's just like, oh! Just a big flash of light. There was a scene like that in um, Spider-Man Homecoming. It was actually a very jarring scene. Basically, uh, Tony Stark was in some other part of the world or whatever. Robert Downey Jr.'s character. And Spider-Man was in the United States in New York. So it was nighttime in New York. and But they were having a back and forth between like I guess, uh, India and New York. So it was like bright desert daytime with a bunch of whites and shit. And then it just cuts back to just dark. So you just kept cutting and your back eyes, and you know, your eyes adjust. So it's not like, okay, I adjusted to the brightness. Now I'm fine. Now when it cuts back to the black and then it's going to cut back to the white, I'll be fine. No, it cuts back to the black. Your eyes then change, you know, yeah. change to it's that. Making, it's making your, your pupils go whoop. I Whoop. thought that was a very jarring scene. Well, maybe, Ryan, you should phone those Hollywood fat cats and give them a piece of your mind. Say, hey, you did Spider-Man, okay, maybe, but could you not have a scene with Tony Yayo Stark <laughs> in, in, in India or whatever, wherever he was? Tony Yayo in India, that sounds very Ryan, familiar. Ryan, he was in Belize! <laughs> he was in Mexico! He was in Afghanistan! Well, which one was it? Aflac! Whatever. I mean, Gilbert Godfrey, he just, he lost his whole career. <laughs> All because of those tsunami jokes. He was the Affleck duck, and then he made those jokes the day of the Japanese tsunami and was like, <laughs> Can you believe that they fired me on Affleck? I mean, that job isn't that hard, though. Like, how hard is it to find someone that can say Affleck like he can? I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, you do a great job. Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. Affleck. Affleck. <laughs> Ryan, if they ask you to, they're like, hey, Ryan, we see you got this thing going with Super Mega, but we want you to fully quit, move out to um, Boise, Idaho. Is it Boise or Boys? I don't know. I heard, I don't know. I think it's Boise. Move out to Boise, Idaho. Boys? Boys, Idaho? <laughs> it's not Boys, Idaho. <laughs> I live in Boys. It's, uh, if Affleck asked you to quit Super Mega and come just be the voice of the Affleck duck, um, would you do it? Would I be invited to the Comedy Central roasts? And we have the voice of the Affleck here, <laughs> Ryan McGee. Hello. Spotlight on you and everyone's cheering. Uh, no. The roast of Super Mega. For In honesty, no. But for the joke, yes. Imagine, I mean, that'd be a shitty job. Like, But what if they were like, all right, we'll give you- They pay you to go into a studio and say a catchphrase. That's why Tim Allen makes a shit ton of money, because of Toy Story. They always need him for Toy Story. Always, man. And they, they always need him to prove that evolution is a lie. <laughs> I love that tweet. People were actually um, tweeting at me, thinking that that was a legitimate question I was asking. Yeah, let's let's give some let's give some background. Tim Allen recently tweeted, um, "If humans evolved from apes, why are there still apes?" So then Ryan tweeted the same thing, and people thought Ryan was legitimately asking <laughs> if humans evolved from apes, why are there still apes? <laughs> I saw it. I thought it was such a simple question. That's why, like, when he posted it, I'm like, this is a joke. Like, it's it's just such a simple, like... No, dude. 
the tool man doesn't joke around. <laughs> but he didn't put a question mark like I did. He just he, put a his was more of a statement. His was like his was more of a smug like if humans evolve from apes, why are there still apes? And yours was more of a like guys, I'm genuinely curious. You know, if humans <laughs> evolve from apes, why are there still apes? Come on, throw me a bone. I'm I'm open to accepting the answer of this question. I just want to know. Fix your hat, Ryan. I I look over and it's like ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's comfortable. I've never seen. I, I, I didn't even know a hat could do that. <laughs> what do you mean? The shape. I'll take a picture, dude. Are you going to put this one in the podcast? Yeah, I'll put this one in the podcast. I, did, I had no idea that a hat could even be worn like this. Hold on. Let me. Okay. All right, Ryan. <laughs> you were like... blinking in the picture. <laughs> You're blinking in the picture. <laughs> okay. All right. It's on screen right now for all of you. Uh. All you folks to take a gander at. People should wear their hats like that. That's badass, dude. Like, if I'd have respect for people that wear their hats like that. Whatever, dude. I, I think it, I think it looks good. I feel I like my hair slowed down in the growth department. Like it grew fast, and now it's just kind of going slow. Yeah. Well, I gotta get a haircut soon. If you want to come with me and get a fade on the sides, sure, dude. dude. And then you can get some like some like gel or some mousse and start doing this steel. Oh, like John Hamm and Baby Driver. Yeah, dude. Or my Fallout Four character. Oh, he looked. He was. I'm, I tried to make him look just like John Hamm from Baby Driver. He's an attractive man in Baby Driver. I saw someone in Fallout recently made a... I saw this on Reddit. made a Nicolas Cage, like, to a T in Fallout. Did it look, like, just like him? It looked him? exactly like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Every time I go to Little Tokyo, I always wonder if I'm going to run into Little... Uh, <laughs> little Cage. If I'm going to run into Nick Cage, because uh, apparently he's a huge fan of Little Tokyo, and he always goes. And there's a bunch of pictures online of him standing in these, like... Stores I've been to in Little Tokyo, just standing among all these aisles of plushies with like a clueless look on his face. But well, he kind of looks like it. he's a regular. Like he'll just go there. He looks like that type of guy that's like secretly really into <laughs> anime culture and shit. Like I bet Nick Cage watches anime. Is Nick Cage hurting for cash? You think? Um, I did. didn't he file for bankruptcy? I took a Hollywood tour back in like 2012, and they're like, he had to sell his home. He had to sell this. He filed for bankruptcy. What that's why he's only in bad movies now. Like, with celebrities like that, you know, because there was a point when he had mass amounts of wealth. Mm -hmm. How do you reach bankruptcy from that point? Is it just mismanaging your money? Like, you don't manage your money correctly? Probably, yeah. Because I feel like if you have that much money, it wouldn't be that hard to just put it in a savings and be like, okay, I'm going to keep this much and not touch it. Or I think a big thing is you have all this money. You don't spend it all, but you're like, I'm going to live this lavish lifestyle. So you buy this house, you buy a bunch of stuff. And then as time goes on and you're not as popular, the money just kind of drains. You're not living any differently. It's just that you're living kind of, you know, better than the average. So it's more expensive. Yeah. So it's more expensive. So over time when they start losing that kind of pot, it eventually just all goes away. Because that's what happened to. uh, Happens a lot to sports. uh, Oh, definitely. Because like a sports career is only so long and you get all this money. But then. If you start blowing it on really nice cars and like a house where it's incredibly expensive after your sports career is over, if you're not saving it or anything, it's all going to – that's got to suck. If you have like a career and you make a shit ton of money and then a decade later you're completely broke, it's like, wow, and I can't get that money back. There are a lot of people like that though that are just kind of like one-hit wonders that have probably like just – then they just kind of spoiled their money. If I made a lot of money, I would save as much as I could so it lasts. Guys, kids, kids, teenagers, save your money. If get a I Roth had, IRA. Yeah, get a Roth IRA. Get just get get a go ahead and start. I'm serious. I'm not joking. Start at like the age of 16. Start saving for retirement. I'm not kidding because then by the time you retire, you can have so much money. It's not even funny. Didn't mean to rhyme, but that's true. Go go start saving, kids. That's the best advice I can give you. If I had started saving my money when I was a, a wee little 15 or 16 year old, I could have I could have some some nice shirts and some nice pants. I could. I could look a lot nicer and have a nice nice haircut, eat caviar every night, but I didn't. I was stupid. I spent it on video games. I, uh, I, I spent it on fast food. So the moral of the story is to save money or else you'll end up like Matt Watson. Ryan? I, I was completely just – I was like, wow, you're giving a speech. I am giving – You were giving a big old fat speech. Were you not paying attention to what I was saying? Yo, my name is Nicholas, and this is ridiculous. Got mad gummy money, and it is deliciousness. Did you come up with that? No, it's from uh, Nicholas Megalis or some shit. Nicholas Cage? He, no, he had he was a big on Vine at one point. He made like little music videos. Like I don't confuse the two people, but sometimes I call Nick Cave. Cave? Nick? Yeah, Nick I, Cave? I did it right then. I called Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cave. Nick Cave? 
Yeah. Go to the Nick Cave. No, no, Nick, 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 Nick Cave is a is a musician. Nick Imagine if the... Nicholas Cage had his own Nicholas Cave, where he where he shared it with Nicholas Nicholas Cave and the Bad Seeds. Who is Nicholas Cave? He's a he's a musical artist. Him and his Bad Seeds. Is he good? Yeah, yeah, I like him. I is he better than John, Bon Jovi? Uh, he's. I think Bon Jovi. I don't think much can beat Bon Jovi. If I'm being honest, I think. I think Bon Jovi's kind of in a league of his own against other musicians. He's in a league of his own. What a good movie. When are we I've never seen it. When are we going to get a movie about uh, Bon Jovi? Soon. They can't make a movie about Prince. Was soon? it Prince? Prince? No, was it Prince? Prince died. No, I know I know Prince died, but there's a... Who's the... No, 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 Freddie Mercury. That's that's the thing they're making a movie of. Where the original actor of it was supposed to be Sasha Baron Cohen, but then the band was like, why is this movie all about him? I want it to be about us. And the band wanted to be included in the movie. And then Sasha Baron Cohen was like, okay, so you don't want me to be honest and you want the movie to be about yourselves and not him. Because they wanted it to be about the band, not just him. Yeah. So then Sasha Baron Cohen dropped out. And now that dude from... Uh, what is it called? Mr. Robot, and he was also in Until Dawn. Yeah, yeah, a Josh something, I think. Yeah, he's he's now going to play Freddie Mercury. Okay, I, I I could see that. Sasha Baron Cohen, actually, I never would have thought of that, but... He would have looked good as Freddie yeah, Mercury. Yeah, he would have looked good. He kind of has the same uh, same look as Freddie Mercury. And I like it whenever he does something serious, because, like, it's like, very rare when you see him do something not goofy. Like the Brothers Grimsby. <laughs> God, that that was such a miserable movie to sit through, dude. <laughs> you didn't like the uh, giant elephant penis coming inside of the other elephant's vagina? I mean, I, that scene was pretty good, I, I <laughs> do have to say. I love sitting in a movie theater full of people watching two grown men uh, inside of a slimy elephant vagina with an elephant penis coming in, and he had to jerk it off to make it finish faster. That was a great scene, I do have to say. I, but you and I both did laugh when he stuck his finger through a little hole... Uh, in this like kind of cardboard <laughs> yeah. cutout of a little African boy, so it looked like the boy's penis. I did think that was funny. That was no, a... it made me laugh a few times. <laughs> Didn't the movie end with Donald Trump getting AIDS? Yeah, because like Daniel Radcliffe gets shot, and then it lands in the in in the movie Daniel Radcliffe has AIDS. Right. But then Daniel Radcliffe gets shot, and the blood spatters into Donald Trump's mouth. And the movie ends with Donald Trump opening his mouth in slow motion, <laughs> and the blood. It wasn't actually Donald Trump. I don't think they could get him. No, it was it like a picture of him or something? It, it looked really good though, but yeah. the blood was going in Donald Trump's mouth. <laughs> yep. And this was before he was president, so it's not it's not treason. It's not. I love how they get someone like Daniel Radcliffe. He really was in the movie, though, right? No. Oh, he was. That was like a no. Wait, let me pull up the actor. It was it didn't look anything like Daniel Radcliffe. Hold on. Did Daniel Radcliffe? He probably like read the script of that movie. and Was like, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> am, am I in the elephant scene? No. Then I'm not interested. <laughs> not, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want any part of it if I'm not in the elephant uh, scene. Let me see. What is it called? Brothers. You know what they should have done? They should have had Daniel Radcliffe in the elephant's vagina, and he was already in there when they got inside. Yes. So they're like, hey, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Hold on. Uh, Brothers Grimm. Hey, while you're, while you're looking that up, Ryan, I'm going to give a quick review of this Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee I'm drinking. I got Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee this morning. Um, add a little cream and sugar. It's good. Dunkin' Donuts does not have the best iced coffee I've ever had, but if you're looking for a quick fix, it, it gets the job done. So that's my review of uh, Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. Ryan, back to you. Still looking for that shit. Oh, still? Okay, I'll give another review. Um, Dunkin' Donuts also had some samples this morning. You know what they had at Dunkin' Donuts? They already have samples out for pumpkin coffee. And they had a sign that's like, we couldn't wait until September. I'm like, bitch, it's... It's August 22nd. Did you call them a bitch? I did. I, I said, where's your manager? And they came out and I said, bitch, it's August 22nd. Why do you? Why are you already selling uh, like fall-themed drinks? Like, it's not, seriously, it's not even fall yet. They're busting shit out so early this year. Except I do love pumpkin-flavored stuff, so I can't complain. But it feels wrong drinking at this time of year. It's like, it's not the time yet. In a future podcast, I will sit here drinking a Dunkin' Donuts iced pumpkin coffee. But until then, it's it's just not time. It's not, it doesn't feel right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Doesn't even, like, you're going to look at it, you're going to be like, why? in the movie I thought it looked real. Let me see. Let me see you that you can barely see it, but you can tell it's definitely not Daniel Radcliffe. Okay, let me see. <gasps> oh, what Press play. The video is called Donald Trump got AIDS, exclamation mark, exclamation <laughs> mark. Okay. There goes the bullet. 
Oh, that was Daniel Radcliffe? It was supposed to be? Yeah. Doesn't look anything like him. They just got a guy and called him Daniel Radcliffe. Okay, I lied. That That is really bad. That is just a solid picture of Trump. Yeah. Like, there's no perspective change or... Oh, yeah, that doesn't even look like Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> they I'm just got a, a guy and said it was Daniel Radcliffe. That that blood effect also looks like shit, but there's Donald Trump getting AIDS. Um, hold on, hold on. Donald Trump has AIDS. There you go. Ryan, you know that uh, the Secret Service might come knocking on our door for putting that in our podcast. Well, each and every one of the Secret Service members can come and give me fucking blowjobs. I don't... And the NSA can come and fuck my dog as I watch. I I just want to say that, going on the record, I I don't... um, I'm not related to anything he's saying right now. I don't approve. And then Matt will... no, I, I, oh no, 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 probably, no, no, probably no. have to actually pump uh, this out to the NSA. Who knows? I'm a big fan, so I, I would never, especially do, when he's never do anything like Ryan, Ryan. I would never do anything like that. My Ryan, <laughs> you're laughing so good. You're making fun of me. Though. I'm not making fun of you. There's laugh. a slight bit of you that's that's no, making not. fun of I'm me. I'm not. There is. I, no, I'm not. It's yes, funny. it is. Your laugh is hilarious. It is. It is a funny laugh, but not in a really funny way. Well, not. Yes, it is. I'm not making fun of you to ever put you down. Why would I put you down for your laugh? It's glorious. Because you're jealous. You wish you could have this golden throat. Uh, I do. I wish I had your laugh. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> your laugh. Brightens a room. It's a curse. Your laugh is not a curse. Do you think I could, you know, just get laid through my laugh? Absolutely. Like, like if I ordered a hooker, and then I'm like, sorry, I don't have my money, and then I, then I was like, but I have this, and then I went. <laughs> <laughs> then she'd be like, oh my god, no need, and then she'd leave. <laughs> no, she wouldn't leave. Her she pimp would... would come up and be like, yo, what the fuck? And I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he'd be like, damn, okay, we straight. And then he'd leave. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone needs to animate that. <laughs> oh, right. I'm serious. When you laugh, it, it like it's like a beam of light. Just it's like room. a beam of it's light. It's like being in a dark, damp cave, and your laugh is like a dry, warm light that comes in. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding. I, oh, I, God, dude, I'd love to be in a, like a huge stadium. Watching uh, like Kevin Hart, a really funny comedian, and hearing my laugh in the distance. No, echo. no, no! You are every person. In this <laughs> I am, oh my god! You laugh really hard at everything he says, so it's just like. Can we get an audio genius to like think of a way, like have a Kevin Hart concert, but replace all of the laughing with a bunch of me in the audience, guys? Please. Like, and it's different laughter of me too, so it's not like the same yeah. one echoed. Go back and cut out a bunch of laughs from like episodes yeah. of podcasts, and then please, guys, we're begging you. I just want to hear what Ryan's laugh would sound like. It has to be good. Dozens of them. The audio work on that video would have to be good. Can't be shitty. If it's good enough, maybe we'll uh, give it a retweet. Otherwise, uh, it's probably not worthy enough. And and it's a bunch of poo poo. Yeah. Of our of our golden fingers retweeting that shit. Speaking of poo poo, what's where's this one going? What's the poo poo? Uh, what do you think of Kevin James? Kevin James, um, what you know? He could be taking a shit as we record this right now. He could be could be defecating. How many how many times a day do you think Kevin Kevin James defecates? Two to three. Two to three. Wow. Two to three times a day. Three. How often do you poop? Once. Once a day, sometimes twice a day. I used to poop a lot more. I used to like poop two to three times a day, and now I only poop one time a day. Really? You ever just go like two weeks without doing it? No. Yeah. Without pooping? Yeah. I sh- how does that How does that work? Well, how do you go two weeks without pooping? I do that. Do you? Yeah. No, you don't. Yes, hey, I do. You don't go two whole weeks without taking a so- single solitary shit. I do. I really, no, you don't. There's times where I just I don't ship two, two salt fourteen days. Two, three. Weeks everything on that end. you've had and eaten. Sometimes three weeks is not being pooped out. Sometimes three weeks. No, shut up. Okay. I'm serious. Three weeks, my ass. Guys, if you if you, I'm gonna look it up. I haven't. I'm gonna no, look it up. That's impossible. You would die. You'd get poisoned. There. <sighs> yeah, you made me confess. Ha! <laughs> gotcha. You proud? Of, you proud of yourself? No. Because now, because now everyone in the audience knows, and they're not like, maybe well, I'll try not to poop for three weeks to be just like Matt. 
I want to be just like my idol, American Let's Player, Matt Watson. I'm not going to poop for three weeks. I'm not going to poop for for a month. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm not going to poop for a year. Guys, even if you could somehow pull that off, don't, because <laughs> that, that would cause you to die. If you held in your shit, what would happen? Is it, no, it poisons you. When, well, I have a... Well, when you fall asleep, won't your body force you to just poop? If you have to poop that bad, yeah. You just poop in your sleep. <laughs> We've all been there, haven't we? Have you ever wanted to, like... Be on this high ledge, like we're talking about, like Empire State Building Ryan, high, and there to be a bowl, and then let you. Me, let me stop you right there. The answer is one hundred and ten percent yes. Wouldn't that and be an amazing every human feeling? Has of that yes, like just so high up, and there's like a toilet or some something special, and you can just watch it go down, like through some clouds and shit. <laughs> through clouds, <laughs> there's like a there's a guy that you can pay to skydive with your poop and videotape it, so you can like follow four K, so you can follow its journey. <laughs> There's some poor, like, person passing by on the street. Because, <laughs> you know, there's that there's that myth. It's like, if you drop a penny off the Empire State Building, would it cut someone in half? The question I want to know is if you drop a shit off the Empire State Building. No, if you if you take a shit. Yeah, like, what what's going to happen? If it hits somebody, would it have the power to kill somebody? Because a penny is just a little tiny thing. A shit has weight to it. So if you drop that off the Empire State Building, that hits someone. That's going terminal velocity. What's going to happen? Then I got a question. Is it possible... To throw or project poop so fast at a flat surface that it disappears completely. Like it just, like kind of, you don't see the aftermath. Because it hits it so hard, the particles um, go away, like blast away so quickly. Yeah, like of course like you can't destroy it completely because you can't. But you hit it so hard that the there's so much <laughs> energy. Like it turns into like a mist. Or it turns into like even less than a mist. Just like particles just... I was thinking that because there's so much energy in that throw, when it collides with the object, uh, there's still so much energy that it blasts the particles in all directions so far that it just looks like nothing ever happened. Yeah. So I think that's possible, but what you would need is you would need a surface for it to hit that's so durable against that. Because you'd probably have to shoot that, that thing at like Mach 3. How about a diamond wall? Diamond wall, yeah. A big sparkly diamond wall. You'd probably have to shoot a shit several mocks. <laughs> And then you might be good. I don't know. Like, you know, I feel like the government's wasting a lot of money on stupid shit when they could be putting it towards research like this. Yeah. And they keep defunding NASA, which is really upsetting because if NASA had more funding, they could Wait, do shit like this. Well, okay. Is it just because something in the atmosphere is going so fast that it, it that it burns up? Or is it how fast it's – or is it a combination? Like, is it how fast it's going no, I think it's because the atmosphere is like a big layer of fire. Okay. So it, it, it's really hot. It burns shit up. Because they've, they've had planes go... I don't think it has to do with speed. Because if you think about the... Uh, think about like the International Space Station goes like five miles per second. Yeah. And that's fine. And when things come back into orbit, that's scary. Like being on a spaceship coming back into orbit because it's like, all right, time to go through a wall of fire. Remember that video I showed you? That guy's like... um. He, like, crafted it himself. It's, like, this chair oh. that he sits in with a giant fan, and he goes, like, above the clouds and shit. Yeah, there's this YouTube channel, Ryan, show me, where this guy built a little chair with a fan on the back and, like, a, a parachute, and he he flies it around, and his whole channel is him flying his it's little... It's like a paragliding kind of... Fan chair. Yeah. And he takes it above the clouds, and he films it, and he's like, whoa, check it out, guys. Thousands of feet high in the air. Like, the height of, like, commercial airliners, and it's terrifying. (laughs) I'm not sure that high. It's pretty fucking high. He went probably like a propeller plane high. Yeah, as high as an airplane. Yeah. Definitely too high for comfort, and it's like, this guy built this. What if the fan just breaks, or what if his chair breaks, or what if he gets hit with a big bout of turbulence, or what if, like... Like if If a bird flies into him... Dude, he's done. Yeah. If, if a bird goes into his little fan thing, what does he do? He's got to have a parachute on him. But still, getting out of that thing has got to be I tough. think the paraglider is the parachute. Like, he uses the gust and the wind to fly, of course. It's not like it. He's. It's not like an engine or anything. Yeah, it's still terrifying. I don't know this guy's channel, but... Is it one of those fans that you see on the back of those, like, uh, speed boats. S- swamp boats? Yeah. That you yeah. see in the boonies? It's just one of those. Okay. And it's so scary. I don't know what his channel's called, but you can go check it out. Look up fan man chair he's got um, a bunch of like fines and shit i think yeah because like the the faa is that what it is the federal <laughs> yeah he's just flying up there he's not like it's a dude in a chair he's not like buckled in he's just sitting in a like, lawn chair <laughs> yeah, I know. like six thousand feet off the ground <laughs> okay not six thousand feet off the okay yeah yeah no okay. no it's like three thousand feet think about this 
Remember it wasn't a mile. It wasn't a mile up. When you're in a commercial airplane, like a Delta flight, that's usually about thirty-five thousand feet off the ground. He looked kind of close to that. Like at least it looked 30, like half that. that. So we're up like wait, we're up like five miles in the air. Yeah, planes. Planes fly like thirty-five, forty thousand feet. Jeez, I know, right? Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, put that next time you're on a plane. Think about that one. Like, cause I just think about in a straight line. Cause I was I did this a lot in South Carolina with the highways. I just wanted to see how far a mile was, and it would always be just like, wow, this is farther than I thought. But then to think of that straight up, that's ridiculous, right? That's how I think about it too. And now imagine like, oh yeah, I'm like six miles up. Yeah, that's so scary. Like, but this guy got in trouble a bunch because he's flying this little like unregistered homemade aircraft through the air and it's like okay what if a plane is coming by and you're not on their radars and they collide with you <laughs> we sorry sir i think i hit a kid in a lawn chair and <laughs> called the tower like <laughs> mayday mayday i hit a kid in a lawn chair what a kid in the lawn chair in the sky <laughs> it's like this whole fucking um oh what's that movie called it's like a whole flight type of thing. <laughs> we have to go Washington. to court. Yeah. Because the pilot was drinking. It's like, was it his fault? I watched the first half of that movie. It was all right. I liked it. You know, I liked it better than Sully. You know a movie I liked? Captain Phillips. I, well, I love that movie. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> I do have to say. I'm not joking. I really, uh, I didn't actually like this movie, but it just reminded me of, remember the, <laughs> was it Billy Bob Thornton, the the astronaut farmer? I never saw that. I yeah, the astronaut like farmer. <laughs> They're like based on a true story. It's like what? What fucking farmer built a rocket ship and flew it to space? The last thing Billy Bob Thornton was in was Bad Santa Two for Netflix or something, and it wasn't even for Netflix. It was just for like, was it? I don't know. What no, it was, it was in for. theaters. Yeah. The only good thing I've ever seen Billy Bob Thornton in was a uh, Bad News Bears. <laughs> no, the only good role I've ever seen him in was Sling Blade. Have you seen it? No. It's where he plays a mentally challenged uh, guy, and he does a really good job at it. We should watch it. It's, it's a wonderful movie. Who do you think has done the best out of any actor for playing a role like that? Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump. I, I'm, I might have said uh, Believable. I, 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 I said my favorite definitely is Tom Hanks, but I think in case of Believable and stuff, it's got to be uh, um, Leonardo DiCaprio and What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I haven't seen it. It's really good. Like my stepmom said that when she first saw that movie... She didn't know who Leonardo DiCaprio was, and she thought that they actually hired a real mentally challenged person to play the role. Leonardo DiCaprio. A real is. life! <laughs> like, like uh, the way I worded it, it sounds like, like they get him from a cage or something. Hey, we need to Come order- on out, boy! <laughs> we need to order one of them mentally challenged kids. We got a role for you! <laughs> well, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is mentally challenged. Have you seen the way he goes on about global warming being real? Climate change? Come on! <sighs> Of course it's warming. That's what the earth does, you It's nincompo- natural, you dummies. You dumb, bogus you piece of liberal shit stain. Yeah, but... Um, God, I hope this gets out there and he, th- and he thinks that we're serious. And like, he's like, I'd like to fight the boys from Superman. <laughs> he sets up a, balking ma- a boxing, a boxing match, match. A boxing match like Uwe Boll. <laughs> Did Uwe Boll really Bowl? set up a Was boxing match? Was it Uwe match? or Uwe? Or I don't know Uwe. how you pronounce it. It's Uwe, yeah. Uwe Boll. Yeah. Didn't he really set up a boxing match between his critics? Yeah, because he gets mad when people don't like his films because he thinks that he's creating art. And if someone criticizes his movie, which I can't think of a single movie that's been created that hasn't been criticized by one person or another. That's what movies do. Like, movies get criticized. Like that one review that knocked, like, the Toy Story down to a 99%. Like, there's some movies that are at, like, that would have been 100% if it wasn't for, like, a reviewer going, eh. It's okay. Not even that. It's all like, right. It wasn't good. How can you say that? Like, compare Toy Story to the Emoji Movie. No competition. Toy Story is a masterpiece movie, especially because when did that come out? Nineteen ninety, or like late nineties. I think I like Toy Story two more than Toy Story one. You know what? I I think I I might be on the same page with you. That's one of those movies where it's like, <clears throat> I think that's a good thing for me. If the sequel is so good, I can't decide if it's better than the original. Yeah. Then I think that says that. They did a really good job creating a good sequel. The original's good, but when I was younger and I watched it, it just felt creepy to me. Dude, I was about to say because creepy. there was a lot of aspects. Of course, like the the toys Sid uh, fucked with, and that then was creepy. and then for me, like um, the dog, the dog, the dog was, creepy. and the aliens in the claw machine. They freaked me out when I was little. Yeah, that movie had a lot I was of like, creepy shit because because in my head, like it was hard. I'm not gonna say I didn't 
they weren't toys or whatever. But to me, I'm like, oh, that's a person. That's a person. These are all people. And these are all things that are stuck there for eternity, just clawing, like hoping to be chosen. And they're going to like suffocate within themselves because it's just such a crowded, claustrophobic environment. I like Like, the... And then the second movie, the second movie had a lot of like... Toy Story just has a lot of serious tones. Remember when Pixar actually, you know, made decent shit? Yeah. I remember, uh, I mean, I liked Toy Story 3 when it came out. It was good. I liked Toy Story. It, it actually made me tear up. I'm not going to lie. I teared up at the end of Toy Story 3. I like. Uh, I like Toy Story 3, and I th- think it's like one of the few movies where wearing 3D goggles is like so great because... Usually watching live action in 3D, it just makes everything look stupid and fake and dumb. But if you wear those things during an animated movie, it makes it look more beautiful and things pop more. And there's that depth of field shit. Yeah. It looks really, pretty. it looks really nice. And I thought the opening scene looked gorgeous. Oh yeah. Toy Story 3, the uh, imagination, which followed this, which kind of followed the same opening as Toy Story 2. Yeah. I love the opening for Toy Story 2. Toy I love Story, the whole Zerg shit. It's just a good franchise in general. They're making Toy Story 4. I don't know how good that one's going to be. Romantic but comedy. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I trust. Gotta go find Bo Peep. They haven't They haven't let me down with Toy Story yet, so we'll see how Toy Story 4 is whenever that comes out. I think it's 2019 or something. Incredibles 2. I hope they do this right. Because it's like, oh, they're making Incredibles 2. Why are they making sequels? I mean, they've made, like, they've made three Toy Stories, and all of the Toy Story movies are good, in my opinion. They're decent. Like, of course, my two favorite being one and two. I'm not saying three is bad, but if there is a lesser one, it's three for me. Yeah, I'd um, say so. And you, you look, they made Cars 2. Perfect, right? Perfect movie. So uh, are they going to make a Brave 2? I hope so. Oh, good man. Dinosaur 2? Let's let's have it. I'd see Good Dinosaur 2. I, I really liked Good Dinosaur. I like, I, know. The, I like the look of Good Dinosaur. I like the simplicity of the story, but I think there was still a good bit wrong with the film. What about Coco? Are you excited to see that one? I'm interested. I'm just not a. I don't. I don't like the uh, designs of the characters in Coco that much. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. But I, I, I'll go see it because because Pixar has earned kind of like there's they haven't ruined their reputation for me yet. Yeah, They're really close to just kind of being a DreamWorks where it's like, oh that looks good. Oh that looks bad. Usually for Pixar it was always I'm gonna go see this on day one, and now it's just kind of like oh, I'll just see if it's good or not. Yeah, and also like I like that Pixar is doing something. Like this one's not a sequel. It's kind of like something new that they're they're trying out, like a new concept. So it's like, like okay, cool. What was that other movie about the Day of the Dead with Channing Tatum? I don't remember. You know which one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, Book of Life. Enough. Book of Life. Yeah. yeah, I really liked. Um, but but back to Toy Story One. I think like one of the things that creeped me out, like Sid, obviously was so creepy. Yeah, and, and the and the baby spider doll. Oh, dude, that was the worst part. <laughs> but the dog creeped me out because I think the dog had, like, his eyes were too human and he had eyelashes. I think the doll, uh, the dog, sorry, the dog was like a, um, you're talking about the dog or the doll? The dog. Okay, the dog has. Sid's dog. It definitely, I think it had, like, thick black eyelashes. And it creeped me out. And the eyes were too human. It was like a, it was a bull terrier, wasn't it? Something like that. Its snout was, like, long and creepy. and. But it's like a type of, um... It's a type of pit bull. It's one of those ugly dogs. It's a pit bull terrier, I think. Yeah, I, I've seen them before in real life, and they always, I think, just because of I, uh, just because I've seen Toy Story as a young age, I'm kind of scared of those dogs when I see them in real life. They I rarely see them. Out. I don't see them that often. When I do, I get this eerie feeling, and it's probably because of Toy Story. Yeah, it kind of creeps me out. They're they're weird looking dogs, and I'm sure they're very sweet. I mean, I mean, all dogs are probably inherently sweet if given the right attention as a puppy, but. Kind of freaks me out. I, I do have to say that that breed of dog. Yeah. And also for Toy Story 1, what I think made it kind of eerie as a kid, at least at first, was the the models weren't, you know, they, it wasn't all there. Like for the time, it was great, of course, but it has aged considerably. Yeah, because, because of then. what they can come out with now in 2017. Like Toy Story 1 versus Toy Story 3, it's... It's so different, and Toy Story 3 is so vibrant and colorful, and Toy Story 1, I don't know, it didn't, of course there's a lot of colors in it, but it didn't feel as vibrant, and it did have that creepy subplot. Holy shit, Toy Story came out before I was born, I didn't know that. It came out in 1995. Fuck, God, don't, it's so weird when you say that, because it's like, I wasn't even born, I'm like, I was born for like a year. That's weird. Imagine being Danny and like, 
hearing us talk like this. I know, because he's... This guy was a teenager when Toy Story came out. And I was still in my mother's womb. <laughs> I, um... Man, that's so weird. Toy, Toy, Toy Story is now 22 years old. That movie is 22 years old. Congratulations, Toy Story. Happy birthday, Toy Story. Whenever... And you know you know what's a weird thought? Mm. Toy, the first Toy, Toy Story came out in 95. Lion King came out in 94. Let's 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 think. Let's even go back to Lion King. Lion King came out in '94, I think, right? Yeah. So then, just think about that. Five, only five years after Lion King, SpongeBob was created. It's so weird. Like not that long. These timelines. Like uh, four years after the first Toy Story, SpongeBob came in to the scene. SpongeBob will always have a special place in my heart. I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the new seasons. I only know like probably the first three. I guess. I know probably the first. I want to say six. Or how many? Five. How many seasons? Well, I know all the seasons up until the movie. I don't know how many seasons that is. I know a little bit after the movie, just because I got cable later on. But um, I do have to say that I did watch a more recent episode of SpongeBob on one of those SpongeBob live streams. Yeah. On YouTube, and I do have to say it was pretty funny. Do they still keep that odd humor without being obnoxious? Uh, kind of. Does it kind of teeter on obnoxious though? Kind of like what? Car- Does it feel Cartoon Networky now? Not like yes. old Cartoon Network, like, but modern Cartoon Network. It, it doesn't. I don't know. It feels more uh, put together than early SpongeBob, mm-hmm. and that's not a good thing. Like, uh, okay, I liked the kind of like looseness and uh, weirdness when they added like live action bits and just like yeah, weird like shit. Early SpongeBob was a genius show. <laughs> it is. It still is. It, it's honestly, like, in it's, my mind, it's early Spongebob is one of the greatest animated shows of all time. It, like, it helped Nickelodeon out so much. And but it, Spongebob's become one of the most recognizable characters in the world, probably. Like, he, who do you, like, who doesn't know who Spongebob is? I think he's the most recognizable cartoon. I think it's Mickey Mouse, probably. Most recognizable. Okay, well, yeah. Spongebob's one of them, though. One of the most recognizable cartoons. I wonder, like, how recognizable. I wonder what percentage of the seven billion people on Earth, if you show them the Simpsons, know who they are. It's got to be Simpsons are iconic too, just because they're yellow. If they weren't yellow, they wouldn't be as iconic, of course. Like, yeah, that's, that's true. You that's know, true. I wonder why that. Why did they make them yellow? Like, Family Guy doesn't seem iconic. It's not as iconic as the Simpsons, and no. I think it is because they're yellow. Oh man, now I want to see what the Simpsons look like tan. Like just skin color. Just I'm gonna look it up right now. It's gotta look really weird. Imagine the Simpsons just uh just like a nice peachy cream skin tone. Not yellow Simpsons. <laughs> Not yellow Simpsons. <laughs> Not yellow Simpsons. Not yellow Simpsons. I kinda like this war. Did you find one? Does it look weird? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ryan has pulled up a, a nice African-American version of The Simpsons. It's not bad. It's, like, really well done. No, it looks pretty good. Let me see. There's a white one. There's a There's white something version. something up with Lisa's hair, but. So, I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but the reason Marge's hair is so long is because originally she was going to take the hair off in the final episode and reveal, or, yeah, and reveal that she was uh, one of the, like, she had rabbit ears and her hair was hiding them. Really? Whoa, The Simpsons as white people looks really weird. That's bizarre. I love the design of The Simpsons. Oh, it's it's genius. It, it was so influential on Which me as a kid. Weird because Futurama has the same style as The Simpsons, but, but the white. Yeah. So it's not as iconic. Also, yeah. like, I mean, Futurama's a fantastic show. Yeah. Like in well, of course it has its down periods, but I think Futurama's better than it's I like it more than Family Guy. Yeah, I, I'd say so too. Family think, Guy, we've talked about this. It's not horrible. No, it's not horrible, but it's just like I don't know. It's it's hit or miss. I I could go without watching a Family Guy episode for the rest of my life. Okay, yeah, but also I wouldn't mind watching some Family Guy. Yeah, it's like if, if someone had it on in the background, I wouldn't care. If there's nothing else to watch and Family Guy's an option, I'll say okay, I'll watch it. Like newer Family Guy Our, though is not that funny. Old Family Guy is pretty funny. Yeah, because they it seems like. They're running on empty a little bit. Well, The Simpsons is running on empty, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, shows just... That's why I have so much respect for Vince Gilligan, because he he could have kept Breaking Bad going Ten, off of its seasons, popularity, because yeah. it only it became popular once it went on Netflix. I mean, it was popular beforehand, but the huge wave of popularity really came after it was able to stream on Netflix. Right. So 
I mean, I'm just glad that they chose to end that story. Yeah, because they could they could have carried that on like eight, nine, ten seasons. And it still would have been really good, I think. Yeah. But they were like, you know what, we want to make it a concise storyline, so we're gonna choose to end it before it runs its course. And I like shows that have their whole kind of like I mean, they didn't know how it was gonna I guess end, but they knew where they wanted to go. Yeah. And that's that's the problem with shows like The Walking Dead turned to horse shit. The Walking Dead Honestly, like it could have said, okay, we're going to, it's good. It's based off of the novels, but we don't have to follow all the, all the story points. Um, let's just make like six seasons flat of just this solid story, six episodes, six seasons. It would have been a good story, but now they're just, they're just taking it on too long. Something that bothered me of one of the producers or showrunners or something for The Walking Dead said, hey, if we can get 22 seasons, I'd love to go to 22 seasons. It's like, yeah. That's a horrible that way too. of thinking, you marketing piece of poop. It's like, how can you make a, a, sh- a good show like that? And the reason I stopped watching Dead, I stopped <laughs> watching The Walking Dead about halfway into season three or season four. I don't remember which one. I stopped it right. Just, I, I, I like... I had to stop right at four. I it just think. feels like so much filler and so much stretching out. It goes so slow, I feel. Yeah. And it got really goofy. Like, it just, it started getting goofy. I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, now they have a fucking tiger and shit in there, See, which is stupid. See, like, the first season of The Walking Dead, six episodes, each episode, something, like, a lot of shit happened. Like, it was its own movie. Yeah. But then it kind of went more into the show format where it's like, season two in this slow. episode, Rick goes on a single uh, uh, walk in the park, and then and then Carl makes uh, a bratwurst, and then they shoot zombies. I don't know what I liked it the, about The Walking Dead in the beginning was that it felt like a post-apocalyptic survival show where it's a group of people, and it felt because like the zombies were the only unrealistic part. It's like okay, there's zombies that's unrealistic, but the rest of it feels like a cool post-apocalypse survival show. It was more following... about the survivors. Yeah, I liked it when it was about people trying to survive in this, like, post-apocalypse America. And then when it started getting goofy and all that, it's like, uh, I just want to see them traveling around the country trying to survive and running into this and that. And I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not a big fan anymore. People, Maybe I could give another try, but... Yeah. People like to say that the downhill of the show... For me, it definitely was, like, the major point of my interest declining was getting, like, trudging through season three... Um, cause it started off with a bang and then it just kind of went slow. Yeah. Season two, I didn't mind just because I, I, I don't know something about it. It, it was, it had a lot of horrible parts, but I was like, okay, maybe they can, they can do something else, you know, next season. Huh? They'll go to the prison. It'll be great. But I think the moment it started going downhill was the finale of the first season when they introduced like the doctor and then it's like it's this virus and we're at the CDC and then they choose the self-destructive thing with the horrible explosion yeah. effect. Yeah, I was like, why? It's what? like that. It just kind of got really just stupid. A little goofy. Yeah, I liked it when it was just more grounded about these people surviving. And then they went into this like sci-fi territory. Yeah. I mean, it always was sci-fi, but it, it just had less sci-fi well, I mean, aspects and more, more of like goofy a, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I just want to show... Where it's like post-apocalypse America or like post-nuclear war and it's people trying to survive after, you know, modern civilization has come to a halt. They've tried to make like a comedy. The Last Man on Earth? Yeah. Or whatever. Which I I got into like a few episodes, but I ended up just getting kind of bored of it. Yeah. Um, I You know what I'm excited about? It's like, okay, so if everything goes good, I'll be alive for the rest of my life and there's going to be so many great movies and tv shows and books and albums that are going to come out in that time like i'm sure my favorite song of all time hasn't even come out yet or my favorite movie of all time probably hasn't come out yet so that's exciting to think about like all of this great art you're going to eventually get to experience as life keeps going on i mean think about it there's at least one movie at least one a year where you go holy fuck that was amazing i love that film and there's so there's like dozens of those that are still going to come out in your lifetime that you'll see and be like wow that was amazing. And that's why I like going to the movies so much. You and I had this conversation yesterday of how, like, you know, I invited you to go see, like, Logan Lucky or um, the Hitman's Bodyguard or whatever. And, you know, you're – and nothing – there's nothing wrong with your point of view. But it's like, you know, I don't really feel like kind of go seeing a movie that I kind of already know I'm probably not even going to like type of thing. Yeah. I I just – I try to see stuff just so it's like – 
Because I'm always afraid that, like, what if I wrote this one off or something like that? No, and I think that's really cool. I, I, your mindset of just going to see everything, that's really cool. And I like that because you're kind of giving everything a chance and you're really just building an arsenal of I've seen, like, every movie. Well, that means, like, I also go see bad shit to see how bad it is. And then I just also there's, like, stuff that looks good, kind of like wind river looked interesting because it was from the writer of sicario and then it just ended up being very bland like yeah the see like i think i'm disappointed more which sucks because like i'll go see a movie and i have to go see more bad movies to get that good one right but like you you like i could like you could hear from word of mouth of oh this movie was good and then you rely on that and you're like okay i'm probably gonna like this movie yeah the reason i guess the only reason i just don't <laughs> go see every movie is just because i guess Maybe because I'm a little impatient. I just don't feel like pain and then having to sit through like an hour and a half to two hours of something that I just am not interested in the first place. Yeah. But I really – I like your mindset and I think that's cool. Um, But I, I do need to get movie pass so I can see more movies. I want to see more movies though. Do it. I I have mine. I don't. It hasn't come in the mail yet. It might come today. I think uh, Metal Ge- my copy of Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain is Ooh. coming in today. You know what else is coming in the mail soon? We got tickets to go see a, a music festival in yes. October. Maybe some of you guys might be there going to Camp Flognaw. We might see you because we definitely the main our main pool was we wanted to see Tyler, the creator. Yeah, because uh, his new album is fucking phenomenal. Oh, it's so good. I've been listening like, to it nonstop. I, I can't. You say it's your favorite of his. I think it's my I'm, favorite album. I'm yet. like stuck because I I know it's his best album yet. Like I know at the like eventually it's going to be my favorite. But there's a lot of that whole nostalgic look back into like early college and late high school of like his other albums oh yeah that are just kind of like with the um oh whoa, whoa. i just had a brain fart what were they called what were the they called odd odd future yeah well odd future was the collective yeah. group like i liked you know when it was mainly you know all of them you saw a bunch of stuff of them together with like earl sweatshirt which earl sweatshirt's gonna be there too yeah, which i'm excited for and then uh frank ocean he's not gonna be there but he's on those albums yeah he's part of odd future but like um I think the reason I – I think the second favorite album, which a lot of people disagree, I like it specifically for the reason you like the other ones. It has like a nostalgia because I liked it during a certain period of my life. I like Cherry Bomb a lot because uh, – of... For some reason, I thought you were going to say Goblin. No, no, no. I like – I think Cherry Bomb is my second favorite even though it's kind of – it's not the – I don't know. It's not the best. I like it. I, I like Cherry Bomb a lot and – um, I don't hate any of his albums. No, I don't either. I think I think Anthony Fantano said that Cherry Bomb had a lot of like – uh. He might have been talking about an earlier album, but I think he said Cherry Bomb had a lot of like awkward, clunky moments, mm-hmm. which uh, I, I could see here and there. But I think um, I really do think that uh, Flower Boy, his new album, is really good. And if you guys are like listening to this and like, ah, I don't give a shit, what are they talking about? Some artists, go check it out. It's probably all on YouTube. Go listen to the album cover's beautiful. Yeah, it's really cool. He's a he's a really good modern hip hopist. Hip hopist, bro. He's a hip hopist, just like that rich chiga. Yeah, and I got tickets to go see Rich Chigga in November. You did. But I, I'm, I'm going to see Rich Chigga in November in L.A., so if you're going to that and you have tickets, maybe I'll see you there. Um, if you get a picture with him... I will get a picture with him. That's part of the ticket I yeah, got. Yeah, you're going to get... A, when you get a picture with him, post it on Twitter and then be like, hey, verify me. I'll say, hey, man, thanks for personally inviting me to come see your show. <laughs> uh, cool, cool, cool talk we had backstage. I, I told you that. I told you, the like... Like, okay, we'll do it again for the podcast. Matt, what are the odds after you take that picture, you tweet at, you tweet at him <laughs> and you try to make it come across as though, like, you're his friend? Yeah, like, he personally invited me? <laughs> yeah. Okay, 20, because I don't... Okay. I, okay. I'm, I'm a big fan Ready? of him. Here we okay, go. Yeah. One, two, three, thirteen. Fuck! Oh, <laughs> yes! No! No! Yes! No! Yes! <laughs> Like, you have to crop it in just to, like... No! It's gonna make me look like a fool! It's gonna make me look like a fucking idiot! I was about to say 14, but then I went to 13. So was I, but I said 13. (laughs) Oh, man, I came up with the best What Are the Odds to do on the podcast the other day, and I forgot it. It was gonna be something for you, and it was funny. Oh, you forgot. God, I gotta... Oh, man. I have a couple other topics, though, we can talk about real quick before we wrap this bad boy up, because I wrote them down. Um, oh. Baby, I love your way. Oh, baby, I love your ways every day. Oh, yeah. 
the other day, um, we were, like, getting out of our car and walking to the elevator to, like, go up to uh, the floor we live on in our apartment complex. And uh, I was, like, singing when I got out of the car. And there's, there's this guy standing by the elevator. And he goes, you a detective? <laughs> yeah. You know this? And I was just like, and we didn't really say anything back. We're like, that's weird. We get in the elevator and this guy is like drenched in sweat. And it's not that hot outside, but he's drenched in sweat. Like there's something up with this guy. He was like 100% just because I might ne- I, I think I know what I'm talking about. But he was definitely on like acid or shrooms. Yeah, I was about to get he to that. He was 100%. Like Tucker, our buddy Tucker was holding a uh, a can of Coke Zero. And the guy looks over and he's like, oh. Oh, man, I thought that was a flashlight. Oh, I'm tripping balls. He was uh, he was tripping hard on something. And then he walked out of the elevator. And that was a weird experience we had with a man tripping acid in the elevator. He was drenched in sweat. Asked if we were detectives and then mistaked, mistook our friend's uh, soda for a flashlight. Naeem has a new asshole friend. We haven't done a Ming report or a report on those guys she, in several episodes. She hasn't been anywhere. But, yeah, like, Ming's seriously... This new guy that I see walking around. He's an asshole? Had an, it's just a weird... Con- like, Because, you, you know, everybody who listens to the podcast know, like, I'll have conversations with these people, and I'll talk to them, and, like, they'll, like, I'll bum them cigarettes and shit, and blah, blah, blah. But Naeem, who's the uh, one with the shopping cart, who I who used to be push-ups, um, there's this... He's hanging out with this, I guess, uh, Mexican guy. I don't know this guy's name. But in his hair... It looked like someone who just put gel in there and then just didn't mix it around and then it just hardened and then it's just (laughs) white. So it's all in his hair. And then I was holding a Diet Pepsi and he's like, hey, man, can I can I have some of your Diet Pepsi? And me, because I'm awkward, I'm like, "Uh, sure. And so he takes my Diet Pepsi and fountains the whole thing. So he drinks all of my drink. All of it? Yeah. Which was fun. Anyways, so after he does that, he just like gives it back to me and he's like, hey, you got a cigarette? And I'm like, okay. So I bum him one. I'm like, hey, do you have a light? And then he looks at me funny and then he takes out his own lighter and then lights it. He goes, man, I don't feel welcome here anymore. I was like, what? After you gave him your entire diet Pepsi and yeah, cigarette? Yeah. And then like he looked at me like this. He went, just this, just, uh, I don't very like, I don't, yeah, he's like, I don't like this right now. I don't, I don't feel very welcome. Like, and then I go, uh, what do you what do you what's going on? What are you talking about? He goes, I don't like this vibe. And then he just walked away. That's so weird. I know. I don't I don't like this guy. He's an asshole. That's weird. He's that's not like, just that's uncomfortable. Like I love I think Naeem's my favorite. Naeem's Push-ups? such a good guy, yeah. Yeah. Ming report everybody. She's been gone. Like she's been gone for weeks. Probably in jail again. A month. She's been gone about for about a month. month, yeah. So, guys, uh, it's all quiet on the Ming front. On the there's, Western there, front, <laughs> dude. There's nothing new on uh, to report on a Ming. Here's the weirdest thing, man. When she's around, I'm really annoyed by her. Her screaming really bothers me. But she makes it home. But when she's gone, I start to miss her a little bit. I'm like, oh, man, it's just like, it's not the same without me. It feels kind of empty. It does. There's There's no one to get mad at at 3 in the morning. It's like kind of peaceful, and it's like. Oh man, I kind of liked the civil unrest that Ming would provoke and cause. I miss you, Ming. I miss you, Ming. Ming, come home, baby. She hears this because some inmate is watching YouTube for some reason. Watching Super Mega. <laughs> Super Mega is huge among uh, the correctional facilities of America. Where, like, does she actually go to? Jail? They they don't put her in jail. They put they take her to like some mental hospital. I don't get, know. Get man. her back on her feet, and then they send her back out. And then she does drugs again, and then she goes back. I think. Bottom line, kids, don't do drugs. Also, stare into the sun. Two things you've learned on this episode of the podcast. Don't do drugs. And if you don't stare at the sun for five minutes... You're, you're a big pussy. You're a big pussy. So, I mean, I think that about does it, Matt. I think that about does it, too. Thank you all for joining in on this 57th episode of Woo. the Super Mega Cast, also just the Super Mega Podcast. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, I know we've been faltering with the whole getting it on iTunes and stuff. but Well, that's actually some, the reason for that, that is because uh, our, our billing stuff got messed up. Yeah. So the service we used to put it on iTunes was like halted. But now we got the billing stuff updated, so it should all be back on iTunes again, either now or very soon. In so. a little, in a little special treat for those that listen all the way to the end of the podcast, um, we might be working on uh, a different platform to be putting these podcasts. Of course, they're going to remain on iTunes and the other places that we have them right now, and YouTube, and YouTube. 
But there is one other place that we are thinking of bringing it, and we just want to hear what you guys think. Matt, what is this? What is this platform? We're thinking about maybe putting the podcast also on SoundCloud. <coughs> so if you guys uh, are interested in seeing that bad boy on SoundCloud, uh, just let us know if that would be easier for you guys to listen to. Because um, right now I think we have it on Google Play Music, iTunes, and YouTube. Um, but if we put it on SoundCloud, that's just one extra platform for you guys to get the content. So, uh, if you want on SoundCloud, let us know. And if you guys do, then I will start the long process of uploading all 57 episodes to SoundCloud and titling it, it them. It took us 57 episodes. Well, we're making, we're making some progress. We are. So, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. It is on YouTube on Thursdays. And, um, we're not very good about it, but usually iTunes on Saturdays. And other stuff on Saturdays. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next Thursday with episode 58. Um, maybe a guest. Maybe not. Who knows? We got we got to get some more guests on. If you guys have any specific guests you want to see that we haven't had on yet, new people, not the same old people, uh, give us suggestions in the comments of people that you would like to see come on. Maybe people we know that we haven't had on or just people that we don't know that maybe we could meet and have so, on. So we could reach out to them and get rejected. But anyways, thank you guys. We... Fully appreciate the support. Like, YouTube is not looking good right now, but it just looking at everyone that's supporting us and watching the stuff and being positive or whatever about our content, that's really cool that we make something that a large group of people can kind of bond over, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you guys. Thanks for the support. Um, we're, we're trying. We're really uh, working on some new stuff that we hope we can get out to you as soon as possible. I know we keep saying that, but at the end of the day, we do have our actual real life jobs that we do. And super mega is how it is a business, but it's like a side personal thing for right. us. And we really do have, uh, I know it keeps it. You're probably getting sick of, of us. It's like the boy who cried wolf. Uh, we've just been so busy with work, but it's slowly coming along. We do have two new live action videos as well as two new vlogs eventually coming out soon. And the mail be video that coming out soon. And a mail video. And so, uh, what, one other thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of new merch coming soon. That is in the works right now being produced. A lot of new merch on the way. And um, for those who ordered the t-shirts and are wondering where it is, uh, just give a quick update. Um, Shark Robot, the company that produces it, they've been very busy with cons. But so they're kind of running a skeleton. Yeah, they're conning crew. people. They're too busy conning people. They're very busy conning people out of their money. <laughs> but those shirts are coming. So if you're like, I ordered my shirt. Where is it? Uh, they're not actually on back order. It's just because they wait until the orders are all in to start producing the shirts. Orders are all in. Shirts are currently being made, and they should be getting shipped out pretty soon. Um, so no matter what, we'll keep you guys updated. The shirts will be coming pretty soon, though. So guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Uh, bye, everyone. Bye. I love you. Love you very much. Faces of shit. Oh, Ryan, come on.